1: Good morning. This is the California Report. I'm Saul Gonzalez in Los Angeles. It's like God has no sympathy. That's what one person told the San Francisco Chronicle as the terrible, heartbreaking toll from California's wildfires continues to grow. The glass fire has burned more than 42,000 acres in Napa and Sonoma counties and destroyed homes and other structures. It's also forced tens of thousands of people to evacuate, including in neighborhoods of Santa Rosa. Manana Sutiz, her husband, her elderly mother, and their two dogs fled Calistoga Sunday night. At first, she wanted to stay and defend her home, but then the wind changed. We were trying to wet the roof, but
2: the wind was so hot, it was burning.
1: Sutiz describes the sound of the wind like Mother Nature screaming out in pain, like a cry for help. And where are all the fire evacuees in wine country going? Well, many evacuation sites like one at the Sonoma County Fairgrounds have filled quickly. That's because they're only open at partial capacity because of coronavirus restrictions. Some churches, community centers, and schools have opened their doors to take in more people. Meanwhile, in Shasta County, three people have died in the Zog Fire, which has burned more than 41,000 acres outside of Redding. No details about the fatalities have been released, but Shasta County Sheriff Eric Magrini says the deaths underscore the deadly nature of the state's wildfires and the need for people to evacuate from their homes when they're told to do so.
3: heed need the advice. When these evacuation orders come out, and these aren't warnings. We're not issuing warnings in this fire. This is fast moving. As you heard, we have a red flag warning. These are evacuation orders. When you hear that order, evacuate immediately
1: and let's stay on the topic of evacuation orders and warnings making sure people get advanced word about advancing flames is a matter of life and death but are california's emergency alert systems really up to the task especially at a time when many people have lost power because of pacific gas and electric utility shutoffs well my california report colleague lily jamali has been looking into this and joins us now with more Lily, in recent days, among the places under evacuation orders are areas near the town of Paradise in Butte County. There were evacuation warnings in Paradise itself, which of course was devastated by the 2018 campfire. Are people getting the messages now?
4: Well, it's been mixed results. I've spoken to people who say they got emergency notifications to evacuate. In the town of Paradise, they've just gotten warnings to be ready to leave. But because of the shutoffs, some are feeling compelled to conserve the charge on their cell phones, actually turning their phones off in spurts. So, you know, while most PG&E customers now have their power restored, you know, this whole situation has shown how difficult it is to deal with not having consistent power while also trying to keep up with the latest information on whether it's time to go. It's been really stressful for a lot of people.
1: Power shutoffs aside, I know you've been digging into just how fragmented California's warning systems are really across the state. So why, after so many wildfires and so many other natural disasters, are things still this way?
4: Well, smartphones have been something of a double-edged sword from what I've learned. You know, back when we all had landlines, county officials would use reverse 911 to reach us during emergencies. Now that we all have cell phones, we're being urged to opt into our local county alert system I live in Alameda County, so I get AC alerts. And every county in California has its own system. It's it's a real hodgepodge. Different systems, different vendors, and these systems don't appear to be well-integrated statewide. And that's a real problem because things are constantly changing. Just to give you a quick example, California recently passed a statewide law targeting robocalls. So In Yolo County, near Sacramento last month, they tried reaching some residents to tell them to evacuate in the middle of the night because of a fire. And they later found out that all of those calls were blocked. They registered as potential spam. Yolo County caught that in an audit after the evacuation notice failed and figured out what happened. But it's almost like every county is left to their own devices to figure these things out.
1: You know, it's striking that during the 2018 campfire in Paradise, no one got notifications at all. That helped lead to the death of over 80 people. This year, we've had several fire fatalities as well in California. So do the systems work this time around?
4: Yeah, this is interesting because they're aware that that opt-in system has its limitations. They use something called Code Red, but they've overlaid that with this federally run system called iPause that can get to everyone else that hasn't opted in in a particular area. But a couple of weeks ago, in fact, it was that morning when the sky was orange all day, uh, campfire survivor Kirk Trossel told me he saw fire coming towards Paradise. And in fact, his part of the town was under an evacuation warning the town of paradise had sent texts and phone calls but trossel says he never got anything he is a former chico police chief here's what he told me
1: i mean it's like what the hell is going on how many lessons have to be learned before our leadership in the communities in the state get it right
4: It turns out Paradise Police did, in fact, send those notifications for Kirk Trossel's zone. But according to the report card showing how many people actually got them, it turns out hundreds of those calls are listed as operator intercept, which in short means they never got to the people they were trying to reach.
1: All right. That is the California Report's Lily Jamali. Lily, thanks so much. Thanks, Saul. The fires have dealt a big blow to California's wine industry. Some wineries have burned to the ground, and over 100 others are within wildfire evacuation zones. The California Report's Nina Sparling talks to one winemaker in St. Helena who isn't sure what the future holds.
3: Aaron Jordan left his vineyard unsure what he'd come back to.
1: Vineyard's not particularly large. It's about four acres. So in the grand scheme of life, if that's what goes, I'm at peace with that. I'll I'll, I'll plant a new vineyard.
3: He had done what he could to protect the property, stashing things like important documents and an employee's car in a large underground storage area. Jordan finally got some good news when a friend who had not evacuated stopped by the property on Monday afternoon. Some of the vines had burned, he reported, but the buildings were intact.
1: I can only be incredibly appreciative of the efforts that obviously went on to save my business.
3: The full scope of damage for Jordan and other winemakers in the area remains unclear. Even if vines and buildings don't burn, though some have, smoke can affect the flavor of grapes and in some cases make them unusable. Jordan already had to toss some of his harvest after the fires in August.
1: There were grapes that we picked that we didn't even try. It was put your nose into the bin of grapes and it smelled like an ashtray and you'd eat a grape and it tasted like you'd lift an ashtray.
3: The most recent fires are just the latest in what has already been a tough year for winemakers in California. Nevertheless, Jordan plans to keep making wine in Napa County. For the California Report, I'm Nina Sparling.
1: The new wildfires burning in Northern California come at a time when firefighters are already stretched really thin, with 18,000 firefighters fighting 27 major blazes across the state. Cal Fire spokesperson Lynn Talmachoff says crews are focusing their limited resources on containing the Zog and glass fires burning in Shasta, Napa and Sonoma counties. But she says the wind, heat and low humidity means additional fires are likely to spark elsewhere.
3: Then, of course, as soon as we get a new start uh, happen in the state, you know, we're going to try to get those extinguished as quickly as possible to avoid any more large fires.
1: Hot and dry conditions are expected to continue across the state for the rest of this week. And, of course, fires not only affect people, they also threaten the animals we have in our lives. KQED's Alice Wolfley caught up with the Napa Community Animal Response Team, which helps residents evacuate livestock and pets.
0: The glass fire exploded over the weekend, and many residents had only a few minutes to grab belongings and leave. Some don't have the means to take animals with them on such short notice. We talk about humans being prepared for disaster, but we don't often talk about preparing your animals for disaster. Dr. Claudia Sonder is a veterinarian and president of the Napa Community Animal Response Team, or CART, which is a network of volunteers that coordinate food, supplies, and trailers for hauling larger animals during disasters. She says a little bit of preparation goes a long way when it comes to evacuating animals. What we recommend is that people plan ahead of time and have a luggage tie that's already filled out with the animal's name and your address and contact information. Saunders says people can then braid those tags into a horse's mane or tie it to the horn of a sheep. For smaller animals, she recommends microchipping. The CART team evacuated a few dozen horses and a handful of sheep and goats earlier this week, and was beginning to coordinate the evacuation of 150 cats from a rescue facility. Volunteers expect more calls to come in as the fire continues to grow. For The California Report, I'm Alice Wolfley.
2: Did you ever wonder what it's like to live alone?
1: And finally, an important California legislative deadline is fast approaching. Tomorrow, September 30th, is the last day Governor Gavin Newsom has to sign bills into law or veto them. So this can be an anxious time for legislators who are wondering about the fate of bills they've championed. Will the governor take out his pen and sign them or not? I talked about what it's like to wait for Newsom to make a decision with Democratic State Senator Lena Gonzalez, who represents South Los Angeles County in the legislature.
3: It's grueling, I will say, especially during this pandemic when everything needs to be done yesterday. So it's it's pretty grueling to sit and wait because we want action now, especially on the issues that are health and safety related. Like we need the pen to the paper. Do you go
1: online and check a lot or do you we make do. calls? Staff, just like, okay, yes, what's staff. he doing today?
3: <laughs> That's right. Yes, we do. We're like, okay, any movement? Okay, no. All right, what's next? Um, and then just, again, continue to engage with the office just to say, you know, to kind of apply a little bit of kind pressure.
1: And while she waits for Newsom to sign laws or not, the governor got his annual flu shot live during a press conference yesterday as a way to encourage people to get inoculated early. Newsom says widespread vaccinations could avoid an overlap of influenza and COVID-19 infections that might overwhelm the California's healthcare system. Draining resources uh, and impacting uh, the quality care that all of you deserve and expect of our health care delivery system. While the overall positivity rate for COVID-19 has dropped over the last few weeks, the state still says most counties have a substantial or widespread coronavirus case rate. And on this Tuesday, September 29th, that is the California Report, a production of KQED Public Radio. Please tune in to your local NPR station for more news from your part of the state about the wildfires, which so far this season have burned more than three and a half million acres. I'm Saul Gonzalez in Los Angeles. Stay safe, good luck, and talk later.
0: Support for the California Report comes from Eric and Wendy Schmidt, whose philanthropy harnesses the power of people and science to create innovative solutions for a healthy environment, just societies, and opportunities for human achievement. Hint! Fruit infused water in over 25 flavors, no sweeteners, no calories, in stores or delivered from DrinkHint.com. Hint, water with a touch of true fruit flavor. And Earth Justice, a national nonprofit law organization fighting for the right to a healthy environment. Earth Justice, because the earth needs a good lawyer. Do you love learning about the San Francisco Bay Area, its history, its people, its unique blend of cultures? Then you should check out the Bay Curious book.